Welcome to You, Me in the Counselling World, the podcast dedicated to student counsellors and their road to getting qualified and beyond. Today, we're going to talk about confidence and what happens if a confidence crisis strikes during your training. Welcome back. Good morning. Hello, everybody. It's very nice to be back. Um, I've had COVID. Oh, good God. My first time of ever having COVID. And um, what a horrible experience. It wasn't very pleasant. Um, But I'm back and I'm sorry it's been a while. Um, I feel like I broke a record. I always say that, don't I? Yeah, it's, it's been a miserable one. So I hope that for those of you out there that haven't yet had it, I hope it's kind to you. For those of you, of course, that have had it already, well, that just sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> so it's not the best, but I'm glad to be back. Um, and I've got a new microphone. How exciting. So I hope that you um, enjoy the sound quality of this one. And um, we will see. I'm not sure whether it's going to be better or not. I can kind of hear a weird crackling noise, but hopefully that won't come out anywhere. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Me and technology don't do very well, can I just say. I can only just about record this and edit it. <laughs> That's about as far as it goes for me. Anyway, here I am back and you might, you may or may not remember that I put a poll out on my Facebook page asking people um, to vote for what they would like me to talk about next. And the, the option that came out with the highest number of votes was talking about the confidence crisis during training and what that might be like for people. So thank you for everybody that voted. It was so helpful, actually, to just see what it is that's interesting for people. I want to put content out there that's useful and that it's what the majority want to hear. So well done. Thank you for those of you that took the time to vote on the poll. Um, I'll do some more of those polls, actually, because they're quite good. Anyway, we better get on with the subject that we're talking about, hadn't we? So we're thinking about confidence during training and what that is like. Um, what a, what a really tricky um, sort of conversation this is going to be because it feels very much that I think nearly everybody at some point in their training journey suddenly has a moment of like, Oh, what am I doing? Can I do this? You know, am I good enough? I guess that comes up. That's always my most popular episode is the one where I spoke about good enough. Am I good enough to do this sort of work? Um, that one reaches so many people and has so many downloads. And I think it's because this feeling of, can I really do this? Like, what do people want to talk to me for? You know, I think that comes up quite often. I still to this day have friends and family that say, well, people pay like 50 quid to talk to you, you know, because it, it people don't realise what counselling is until you're actually in it. And so I suppose it's a really big part of us and the way that we're learning to be as counsellors is a really big thing because all of a sudden we're in a situation where you know we're training to do this job and it's hard it's really hard and I think one of the biggest things that I remember from my training days is getting into a place of kind of comparing myself to other people And looking at other people on my course and thinking, well, they've done a certain number of hours now in their placement or, oh, look, they're up to date on all their essays or, oh, look, they've got five placements now and I haven't got any yet. They're reading loads of books, but I haven't had time to pick up a single book, you know, and noticing all of the things that people were doing. And it wasn't that people were boasting, you know, people were very vocal about what they do 
oh, I want to tell you what I've been doing in case it helps anybody else, which is great. But I think is what does happen as it brings up this feeling of, well, I haven't been able to read that book or, oh, I haven't even began to look for a placement yet. And I think then we begin to feel not good enough. And I think it comes from a place of comparing ourselves to other people. So I think the biggest thing to be aware of is we are all on our separate paths on this journey. We're not doing the same thing. We're not, we're not the same people. We have different commitments in our lives. We have different work commitments. We have family commitments. We're not all the same. We're not cut from the same cloth and you cannot compare yourself to other people because everyone's situation is different. And I think I've said this story before, but I remember when I was training, comparing myself to people that were retired, you know, oh, they've had time to do that. Look, they've managed to do that. I'm rubbish. I haven't had time to do any of those things, but I had a small child and I was working like the the situations were not comparable with each other. So it's time to take a step back from that and to realise that we are all individual. It's because we're individual that makes us really good counsellors. And I think when you recognise your strengths for being you, that's when the magic can really happen. So really think about it. If you're finding yourself in a place where you're comparing yourself to other people on your course or other people that you know who are also training on other courses... Try and take a step back and remember that you're doing the very best that you can do in the circumstances that you have and that everybody's situation is different. If you can start to do that, you might find that you feel a little bit better because actually everybody that's doing this course is doing a great job. You know, yeah, sometimes people get behind with their work. You know, we see it all the time at the college. People get behind. It's really difficult for them to catch up again. And we have to work really hard with them to try and help to get them back in the place where they need to be. But it's not impossible. It's doable. Um, And I think that's the thing to remember, that there is time when you're doing this training. You have got time. And to just slow down and to break it down and take it bit by bit. The next thing that I wanted to sort of touch base on is around the theory. I think that sometimes... Students get taught lots and lots and lots of different theories and things that might resonate with them, things that don't resonate. We spend a lot of time teaching theory and thinking about theory. But actually, when you're working with a client, whether it's in skill sessions or whether it's on placement, the magic happens when you let the theory go. And it's not to say that you don't know it anymore, because you will. It will still be there. Same as when you drive a car, you don't forget how to drive a car, but you don't consciously think about it all the time. You just do it. And I think the same applies to the counselling, in that if you can just put away some of that theory, not be constantly thinking, oh, have I just shown unconditional positive regard? Or oh, was that empathy i just shown? Just try and put that away. Try and put it to one side and think about being with the person. Being with the client is the most important thing. And being yourself. That's who they're paying their money to come and see. They're paying their money to come and see you once you're qualified. So just take a step back and let the theory go to one side. Just try it once and see what happens. And I think you'll find that that's where some of the magic takes place. 
So have a real think about that. You can still reflect afterwards, of course. Spend some time reflecting on the session when it's finished. You know, did I show unconditional positive regard? Did I show empathy? What was the client's locus of evaluation? You can still ask yourself those questions. But in the session, let it go. Just be with the client and really try and get down there with them. Really get into the place that they're in and walk alongside them on their path. Because that's where the magic really happens. So what do you do if you are really struggling with confidence and it's really starting to bother you and you're feeling like you can't do it? Then what? Do you know what? I think be really honest about it. Talk about it with your tutors. Talk about it with your supervisor if you're on placement. Talk about it with your colleagues and peers in the, in the check-in time that you have. Be honest with people and tell them, I'm struggling a little bit with my confidence at the moment. I'm not feeling as confident as I was when I started this course. And have a think about what that might be for you. Maybe journal it a little bit and think about the feeling. Does this feeling remind you of something else that you've experienced in your life before? Maybe it's bringing up old memories of being at school. Maybe it's bringing up memories of a teacher that told you you'll never be good enough. Maybe it's bringing up old family patterns of you won't be able to do this. So think about what might be going on and be honest. Talk to your tutors. It's their role to help you through this. And we want people at our college, certainly, and I would imagine all colleges around the country will absolutely want you to talk about your experience and what it's like. Maybe you've had a client session on placement and it went really badly. Share that with your tutor. Share that with your supervisor. Be honest about what that was like, because I think it's through that processing that we start to be able to learn what works, what doesn't work for us, what works for our clients and what doesn't work for our clients. Share it and be real with it, because that's what the training is about. It's all about being authentic, isn't it? So be authentic and share your reality, because if you're feeling that way, you can bet your bottom dollar that somebody in the group is also feeling in a similar way. Maybe you can align with them a little bit and talk to them. So perhaps it's about sharing your reality and not struggling on on your own, having a real think about what it is that you're experiencing, what it's reminding you of, and how you could think about trying to resolve it. Kind of leads me on really nicely to supervision and I can't remember if I ever told you all the story about a situation that I had when I was training. I think I probably have. If I have, I'm sorry, I'm going to repeat myself, but it feels really relevant to talk about it here. When I was training, I had a situation where I, I guess I ended up with a wrong supervisor for me. And it was a supervisor that it felt like she put down everything that I did. She told me that, you know, why did you say that? Or why did you ask that? Or why didn't you do that with this client? There was lots of those sorts of questions. And it was whilst I was in training, so I was on placement. And I remember coming out of supervision one day and she'd knocked my confidence to such an extent that I thought to myself, 
I'm not going to be any good at this. And as I walked out of the room that day, I started to make a decision that I was going to give up. I was going to stop the course. This is pointless. I'm never going to be any good at this. And actually, through lots of reflection afterwards, I realised that the problem wasn't with me, but it was with her. And she was a person that had a need to feel that she was better than everybody else. She had her own insecurities, I would imagine, and they played out in the room. And actually, that, for me, was almost detrimental to my confidence. And it nearly led me to a place of, I'm going to give up and stop. If you're hanging out with people, whether it be colleagues, tutors, supervisors, that are leaving you feeling underconfident and leaving you doubting your abilities, then have a long, hard look at those relationships because the chances are the problem is with the other person and not with you. So really think about that. If there's a person on your course that leaves you feeling inadequate in some way, then maybe it's time to give that person a wide berth whilst you're at training. If you have a supervisor that is not leaving you feeling held, then maybe that's time to find yourself another supervisor if you're able to. I accept that not everybody has the choice with supervisors on on placement, so that's a thing as well, isn't it? And I get that. But try to stay with the people that leave you feeling lifted and warm, able to do this, because actually the reality is that all you need to do when you're with your clients is be you, be ethical, work in a safe and ethical way and think about what they need. But ultimately, it's about being yourself, not putting on an act. We want to be congruent and transparent, don't we? Putting on an act is not going to get you anywhere. It needs to be coming from you. You are absolutely good enough to do this work. You're human. You're kind. And you're ready to make a difference to people's lives. But you've got to believe that too now. So what does all of that feel like? I guess the biggest thing is to think about Where's this feeling coming from for me? Who am I comparing myself to here? Who am I listening to? Whose voice can I hear when I'm telling myself I can't do this? That's really important. So think about the feeling. What does this remind me of in my life? I'm sure it will remind you of something somewhere. It could be a pattern that you've played out through your entire life so far. That doesn't mean to say you have to play the pattern out forever. And we all have difficult days with clients. Or we'll all have times where we get behind on work. We will all have times when we can't quite get as many placement hours done as we would have hoped. And you know, your your peers are on 80 hours and you've done two. Yeah, that happens. But there is no rush. You've got time. Most courses will allow you to do the placement hours even after the course hours are finished if you want to. Check that with your college, though, of course. Don't assume that's the case. But take your time and recognise that this is a a long path that you're walking. And we never stop learning as counsellors. Even once you've got the piece of paper and you're qualified, we are always learning. We're always developing. We're changing. It doesn't mean to say that whatever you are now and however you are with clients now 
is what you will always be like. You're learning. So it's time to cut yourself some slack, pat yourself on the back and realise that what you're doing is very, very special. The work that you're going to be doing in the future with clients is going to be magical because you need to be you and bring yourself into the room and recognise that you are absolutely good enough as you are. You'll get this. You will absolutely get it. You've got it. You've just got to start believing in it. So I hope that my little soapbox talk there has been helpful. I completely understand what this is like. And we see it with our own students. I've experienced it myself. I've got supervisees that experience it. It's so common to doubt yourself when you're doing this sort of work because it's not cut and dried. It's not black and white. There's so many variables within counselling. There's so many modalities that you can look at and ways of working. There's so many things that are not, there's no rules. There's ethics. Of course, we've got to stick to the ethics and the safety. But in some respects, there's no rules. So it can be really hard to know, am I doing this right? Have I got the right way of doing this? All you need to remember is to be yourself. Let some of that theory go to the background for a while. Bring it forward at the end of a session. Make sure you're reflecting. But just spend some time reflecting and journaling and writing and thinking about yourself. If you can't, if you're not into writing, try talking it through on a dictaphone or something. You know, most phones have got some form of of voice recording, haven't they? Leave yourself a voice note. All of those sorts of things are really helpful. You know, having a look at an affirmation every morning of, you know, I can do this. I am good enough to do this work. Really build yourself up at this point because you're going to need it. Because it's a hard road to walk. But it's also one of the most incredible roads that you can walk in your life. And I really hope that you enjoy that journey. Okay. So, have a think about some of the things I've said there and see if any of that lands with you, if any of it resonates with you. And feel free to pop onto Facebook and comment. You know, comment. I'll put a post up to allow you all to comment on there. Come and have a chat with us. You know, let's open up a conversation about this. Speaking of Facebook, there's something else that I wanted to tell you about before I finish today. And over at the college, we are doing a, a really fun bi-weekly dilemma which we're putting out and we've had great response so far but it's basically um, ethical or life dilemmas that we're putting out really easy to enter you enter completely anonymously so nobody knows what your response is and it's so fun so if you want to get involved I will leave a link um, at the bottom of this podcast in the show notes absolutely please do we would love it if you'd all get involved and it's every other Friday and then and then the alternate Friday we will then publish the results so you can all see what everybody thought and there's no right or wrong (laughs) it's not a, a right or wrong this one it's very much around having a think about the ethics it's really good practice to practice these ethical dilemmas and think about what you would do in that situation it's great for future it's great for any training that you want to do in the future as a supervisor 
and it's great for your own self-development. So please do get involved. It's also f- so much fun. We're having a lovely time doing it, but I'll make sure that I pop a link in the show notes beneath. So without further ado, I'm going to log off and I'm going to try and get this edited and up for you all today. Thank you so much for taking the time to support this podcast. If you like what I do, please feel free to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean the absolute world to me. And until next time, stay in touch and I'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.